Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. So, uh, I mean, what the hell, really? What is it that you're longing for? What is it that you seek? I mean, it's a curious thing that that people have a, a really strong innate desire for change, for an experience, for something in in their life to get more, quote, in order, unquote, or more preferable. But what the hell? It's um, what I'm getting at here is mm, you're on a you're on a journey of sorts in that here you are now experiencing life the way it feels to you now. And whenever you arrive at what you seek, what you desire, this it sounds simple and even mundane, but it's going to be you that's, go, that's going to be there. In other words, to put it in a different context, you're sitting in the best seat in the house. I'm not talking about your booty, but you're sitting, your persona, your consciousness, your consciousness will be how you experience 100% of your life. So whatever you're seeking to accomplish, to experience, to feel, you're already in the spot for it to happen. You don't have to um, wiggle around or reassemble yourself or, or do this or do that. You're anchored and your ego, your ego really doesn't have a choice about this. You're already anchored in yourself. I know I know that sounds really simple, but boy, you noodle that for a little bit and you can relax. You can relax and 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 trust that you'll be there. That quote you unquote will be there. I think there's um sometimes we can get a sense of angst about life when it gets uh, full of change and turmoil and and it can feel like well how do i navigate this how do i how do i ensure so to speak the um, a lot of times we want some sense of assurance but uh tonight we're going to delve into it i'm excited for the episode tonight destination new earth the topic tonight, Destination New Earth, a blueprint to 5D consciousness. And our guest tonight is Alex Marcoux. We're going to bring her on in just a minute. So here you go, Destination New Earth. Or let's even say heaven. The consciousness you are now has a timeline, so to speak, a thread, so to speak, connecting you to everything that you're going to experience. And what what I'm, I like about this conversation tonight is is 
to really take a, a deeper look at kind of the big picture of it all. And and with this monologue at the beginning of the show, I'd, I'd like to just assure you that who you are right now is the perfect person for you to be to experience everything in its fabulous glory, so to speak. Sometimes we can watch somebody else go through an experience and we can long for that. Oh, if I could just be them. Or or we'll, um, we'll see something happening outside of us and we'll long for that experience ourselves. Like, like what we're searching for is out there, it's over there. But to really pay attention to who you are as a persona, you're, a, you're really an infinite stream of source consciousness and your ego has absolutely no seeing that. You can't unravel that. You can't disconnect from your consciousness. Um, that's a... That's a function of the soul, not the ego. So you're safe. You're in the best seat in the house. You're you're in the you're in one of the grandest um, shifts of consciousness on a planet, perhaps ever. And here you are. I I know it can seem stressful and uh, and uh, to observe so much upheaval in the collective consciousness, but when we understand who we really are and that our life purpose is is the timeline, so to speak, that will bring us the greatest adventure of our life, we don't have to do anything per se at the ego level. I think we're going to have plenty to talk about. So I think we should get to it. Again, the topic tonight is Destination New Earth, a blueprint to 5D consciousness. Destination New Earth is uh, the name of Alex's book. It reveals that what the New Earth is today and the artistic's role in humanity's ascension and how you, you can have unique spiritual blueprint. You become part of a much larger plan to help humanity in a planetary shift in consciousness when awakened to your role. This book will help you access the new earth and strengthen your 5D shift. Heal when learning truths hidden from humanity. Realize how important you are in this ascension. Discover your spiritual blueprint and claim your sovereignty. Awaken to the truth about who you are and understand the biggest misconceptions of all times, autism. Our guest tonight, Alex, is an award-winning and international author of spirituality books and visionary fiction. She seeks to reveal truths hidden from humanity to heal the planet. She was welcomed into a world few people see, the sacred mysteries and magic of autism. When asked by three non-speaking autistics to make known their truth, 
Destination New Earth, and another book, The Unsuspected Heroes, a visionary fiction novel, emerged. Join me in welcoming Alex to the show. Alex, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Les. Thank you for the invitation. I'm really excited to be here. First of all, great job with the book. I really like... um, you really cover a lot of material in this book, and it it really uh, clarifies a lot of what's going on in this 5D ascension. And it also brings in the element of autism. So why don't we lay some groundwork so the audience knows your relationship with autism and how it relates to the book. Can you share that perspective with us? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Well, first, uh, you know, I might be the author of this, but much of this material, uh, this is really a, um, it's a team effort. And the team includes a woman by the name of Shauna Kalicki. And Shauna is a a channel. She channels uh, the Ascended Masters. She channels, actually, and we'll get into this, ethereal autists. Um, and she channels uh, this, we call it a being, but it's not a being, it's, uh, but it's known as Syrian. And Syrian is a 16th dimensional consciousness speaking through one voice, as one voice. So there's Shauna, and then there is the ethereal Atis, and his name is Daniel. And then, um, and then Connie is uh, a very powerful um, intuitive and happens to be Daniel's mom. So, um, you know, I, I connected with the autistics back in uh, 2011, I believe, yeah, 2011. So I've been on this road with them for about 12 years. And what I've learned is that the autistics, there are autistics that are, um, well, all autistics are serving a role in some way in this planetary shift in consciousness that we're talking about. And um, ethereal autists, that is the type of autist that Daniel is. Uh, So, um, so, We've, uh, yes, we just released this book. It's uh, called Destination New Earth, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But what I've learned is that the autistics, um, they're basically here, and I I call them the silent heroes. And they're here to help illuminate this new earth. They're here, they're actually working on the, they're holding the hologram of the new earth. And they're bringing it in in such a way that humanity can see it, experience it, and awaken to the truth about what or who humanity is, which is divine. Nice. You know, the the 3D world, so to speak, um, perhaps the idea of maybe 1950 where everything is cut and dried, um, reality is rigid and firm, and and seemingly the, the whole collective is marching in goose step, 
with a, a singular idea of what, quote, reality, unquote, is. And then just just the talk of shifting our consciousness out of that 3D matrix, that 3D rigidness into a 5D perspective. Well, 5D is like this vast, nonlinear, I mean, arena that our minds try to populate with symbols and words and descriptions so our 3D mind our 3D mind is trying to understand this vast nonlinear aspect about reality and so it seems like the autistics are are taking that uh, nonlinear aspect of where where the 5D consciousness, the evolution of of society is going, and brings it into a human form through the autistic persona. Does that make sense? Well, I think so. Um, you know, when you're talking <laughs> about the 3D, where we are today, we're talking about um, you know we're we're living in separation, and. You know, moving to, we're moving, we're actually doing the shifting now. We do it all the time. We we shift from 3D to 4D to 5D, and then perhaps back down to 3D, or maybe 4D and 3D. Um, and then at times we might even be going 3D, 4D, 5D, 6D. But we're, we're going through this shift now as it is. Um, and, you know... Ultimately, we, yes, uh, our, th- our 3D brain wants to explain what this fifth dimension is. And one of the messages that the um, autistic, that one of the messages that came through in this book was uh, that the fifth dimension is more magnificent than we have words to explain. We right. have no we really have no sh- idea of its sheer magnificence. We you know we talk about it as in terms of yes we're moving into a unity consciousness we're moving into where we're going to be more compassionate and more um, you know uh, in living in unconditional love and being one and seeing that we are one with everyone, everything, and, you know, not judging anything. So, you know, we, we put words on that, but one of the messages was we have no idea what, how sheerly magnificent it will be. Does that make sense? Oh, sure. It, it, it seems like, uh, our souls chose to go into that separation to to quote forget unquote the the big picture and and what a wonderful way to rediscover um just how magnificent source consciousness source creation is and then to recognize our own role in that now, you in the book, you talk about our role, where we have, each one of us has our own 
a particular role in the awakening. How does, if if the transition of 5D consciousness is new to the listener, how do you can how do you come around to understand what your role might be when it talks about going into such uh, 5D, such a vast new world? Well, first, I like I like what you said earlier um, about um, the shift in consciousness about how. Um, you know, when we first came into um, creation, I mean, this goes back thousands and thousands of years. If you go all the way back to Lemuria, um, you know, we came in in thought. You know, we, we were spiritual beings. And the objective all along was to come down into physicality. And I know everybody talks about, yeah, Lemuria came down into, you went to Atlantis and you fell in consciousness. But, you know, one of the things that came through in our messages was that that fall was intentional all along because, you know, we're, we're all source consciousness. We're all, um, we're all um, humanity is source consciousness, right? And if, we came in with the intention of coming into physicality because, I mean, think about it. What would it be like to be only spiritual? We couldn't experience the way we experience in physicality. So throughout time, the intention all along was to come down into physicality. We fell in consciousness during the Atlantis period. Again, that was intentional. So many people say that was a devolution, right? Um, we devolved. But it really was evolution at that point because the intention was to get into physicality. Does that make sense? to really master the art of living. So if you see a, a homeless person panhandling on the corner that looks like their life is in dire straits, that that's a very advanced soul taking a really tough lesson in consciousness. And it, it, a lot of times we want to project a judgment on it like, well, well, that person can't be spiritual. That person can't be you know, awakened, and it's like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? I mean, it, it's an, the soul chose to have that experience. So I, th- I think oh, we're, we've set ourselves up for such a grand reawakening, a grand reintroduction to tr- uh, truth with a capital T, so to speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Les, I have to apologize because when you first started speaking, I didn't hear what you were saying. Um, it was static. And I came in at the homeless person having, um, choosing to come in as the homeless person to have that experience. Um, so I, I'm not sure what you said before that. 
just well, to it's, let you know. It, it's just like, uh, I guess we have audio problems, but I'm hearing you just fine. Um, Good. The, the, just the idea of looking at, we were talking about Lemuria and Atlantis and devolving or going down a tier, so to speak, in consciousness. And to, to see that as a, as a more advanced class of, of adventures in consciousness, really. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I know your original question, and I kind of took us off course, um, had to do with each person has their own individual spiritual blueprint, correct? And, sure. Uh, you know, sure. And, you know, and, and that is absolutely true. And, you know, Our blueprint simply is to be authentic, to live our authentic self. And, uh, you know, basically, um, and that would, that's the path to the 5D consciousness. And, you know, we find our true authentic self um, and things like what inspires us and, you know, you can get involved, you can get into your chakras and you, you know that your heart and especially your heart, higher heart will show you the way to your, uh, what, what we call um, your divine blueprint or your truth. And every person, every person on this planet has a divine blueprint. And, you know, and I mentioned that we came in Lemuria coming down, and the intention, of course, was to experience and physicality. And, so, and, and that's a setup. This is a game we're playing, right? We are, we, the intention all along was to come down into physicality to see if we actually will remember, remember, who we are and remember uh, and return to um, the one, you know, fifth dimension, basically. And, um, you know, so in every great tale, this is in every great tale, in every great game, there's the hero, there's the victim, there's a villain, and there's this whole host of other um other uh, roles, and everybody is here to play a certain role. And, you know, whether the person is sitting on the street and, and, and whatever role they're in, we don't know. But the most important thing is to not judge the other person right. and, not, and not judge yourself. You know, not judge what the other person is doing because you don't know what role they're playing in this game of, you know, evolution. Does that make sense? Sure. Well, some, you know, when my when my heart told me to write books years ago, my ego wrestled wrestled with the idea what the hell me write a book come on get real i'm you know a small town kid from utah who the hell wants to hear what i have to say and and what my what my point is is uh when i when i first got the inspiration 
it seems so far out of context to my ego that that would even be a good idea. And then fast forward, I've written plenty of books. I love to write. And what I'm getting at is at this transition point of that we're right in the middle of. I mean, there's there's so much um, transition in individual and collective narratives that we will we will get inspiration that might not make sense to our logical rational mind how do we how do we get good at um, following that that higher consciousness that higher inspiration in our psyche you mean, uh, do you jump off the bridge and see if you're going to land and swim, or um, do you take baby steps? <laughs> well, that does draw a picture. Uh... <laughs> Hope there's water down there, right? Um, yeah, I think it's really up to the person. I mean, simply put, um, you know, when I first started, I took baby steps. You know, I you know when I went through my initial awakening, which was back in the the 90s, I took baby steps. And one of the books that I was writing at the time was Baby Steps, uh, which turned into Life Signs. But um, you know, what do you do? You follow your heart. You know, what makes you happy? Um, you know, you know that's that is where you're going to find your truth is what you know what fuels your heart um you know but unfortunately i think what happens is a lot of us you know we look outside of us right we you know we look at our teachers and we look at uh you know we try to get answers from our teachers and our psychics and um in our ministers and um and our spiritual leaders, and when the truth is, if we have the answers within us, you know, um, and there's always this, I think a lot of times people associate their truth with something that they're supposed to do for a living, and that's not the case. We're not talking purpose here. We're talking you know, we're talking a divine blueprint. This is something that was written before you came, your soul you came in to this life at the soul level. Um, so you're not going to find answers on what that is from anyone else. Uh, you're you're, you're going to find those answers from within. And, you know, I think this, this is where we need to stop looking at our teachers and getting asking them for the answers because the answers nice. are within within us nice i like that i agree nobody can nobody can tell you externally what is authentic to you the that authenticity comes from within mhm yeah. So so when you look at the book, I'm holding it in my hands right now, um, what what surprised you about some of the information that comes 
that came through did were was some of these topics uh um surprising to you oh there were a lot of topics that were surprising to me um let me let me explain that um one of the things that i think i'm here to do is um help reveal truths that have been hidden from humanity to help heal the planet. And, you know, so we took on this book, and I say we, this group and I, took on this book with the intention of delivering a little book on what I would call, what is the New Earth 101? So we got a little off course. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and part of that instruction came from uh, the autistic that we're working with, who is Daniel. And Daniel came right out uh, that this book is going to be about the new earth, what it is to humanity today. Um, because it is here, but we keep looking outside, looking for it outside. And like I said, it's within us. Um, but Daniel also said, hey, this book is going to be about the role of the autistics on this planet. And so I said, okay. So there's another section. Well, the, if, if, you, if you've gone through the book, you'll realize that the sections kind of grew. We've got, I think we broke it into five parts. Um, but one of the things that, and this is, a, um, this is a situation that came up during the channelings. One of the things that surprised me is, you know, I've, I've um, had a number of years of new thought training. And you know what I mean by new thought, right? Um, so what I did is I used the basis during one dialogue of new thought of, uh, for questions. And I asked the channel while the, uh, we were channeling Mother Mary. And I asked, you know, questions, simple questions like, um, you know, are we all source consciousness? You know, do we all have a divine purpose? And uh, so on and so forth. And what would happen in this process? We would get these channelings, and these channelings would be sent to um, Connie, which, was Daniel's, which is Daniel's mother. And Connie would transcribe these channelings, and they would go through her filters, too. And Connie would turn to Daniel and ask Daniel how accurate the responses were. And, uh, and we did this uh, for a reason, and, uh, and it worked really well. And it also initiated a dialogue. If anything was off, we got to know if things were off right away. Uh, but... You know, there are some things, Mother Mary agreed with me on three points. You know, all my questions, um, you know, I asked a question and Mother Mary said, yes. Daniel said, well, that's not really true. And, uh, <laughs> and that happened again. And he said, well, you know, there's a lot missing and so on and so forth. So Daniel communicates different ways. First, he does communicate on a facilitated typing board, and he can type things out, okay? He also communicates psychically, and he communicates through um, uh, the channel. 
We'll bring him in. We'll actually channel him. So he grades it himself. But so at some point, you know, this is a this is a tough question. I asked him. I said, "Well, you know, you keep saying Mother Mary is is wrong, and you're saying this, you know, and I'm not sure how I read I I asked it, but it was a really tough question for me to ask, and I asked it anyway, uh, and it had to do well. Why should we take your word over Mother Mary's? And um, the response we got was kind of interesting. And essentially, he was holding back because he sensed arrogance in my question. And that made me feel really bad when I heard that, of course. And, and I, I thought about it. And, of course, it, it, it is kind of arrogant. But at the same time, I realized that I think that much of humanity would ask the question the same way. And so one of the surprises was he said, well, you know, Mother Mary is human. She is an ascended being, and she might be hanging her shingle in the 12th dimension, right? But where Daniel hangs out is at a point where he has access to all dimensions. So much of what Mother Mary says is accurate based on her truth. But Daniel has this whole other truth because he is hanging out in all dimensions. So that was probably, um, that was a big surprise. And, and then, you know, some of the directions the book took was, was a surprise. You know, because when you think about it, we're talking about the ascension of the planet. And there's a lot of things that are going on in the planet right now. And you're thinking, my God, are we going to ascend or are we going to self-destruct? <laughs> um, right. And those topics, you know, they came up. And we, we, did take a, we did bring in some information on them. Um, so uh, did you have other questions about differences in the books? Did you want to talk about the differences and what we um, uncovered what the new earth was would be like. Um, well, well, I do have like I that. Suspic- uh huh. Well, you've done a great job. Um, actually, as a guest, you're you're the uh, the leading guest we've had as it relates to autism. So I think we should spend a little time talking about autism, and then we can talk about the new earth. In the book, in part three, you mention pure autism and then pure autism versus medically induced autism. Can you, and wasn't there an, uh, an etherical autism? Can you kind of break those those descriptions down and, and give us... Give us some insight about the autistic arena. Sure. Okay, so pure autism. Um, it, you know, okay, so I mentioned that pure the autists have been here since Lemuria. And, they've, and we have looked at them and we don't understand them, right? They're having this experience of um, time and space and... Um, you know, the other dimensions. Um, but 
the pure autist are someone who's been born, you know, they were born with pure autism. They were born with autism. And then there's, we've put them on a spectrum, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but the medically induced autism is, you know, we're talking about, and I'm going to be careful how I say this because there's a sensitivity to, let's say, inoculations, jabs right now. And I don't want what we're talking about to be picked up as something that has to be censored. So um, childhood, okay, I'll say it, vaccinations um, can cause symptoms that resemble what pure autism is. Does that, do you understand what, what I'm saying? So that... Okay, so there are children who have been um, inoculated and who um, are essentially brain damaged. They become, you know, hurt. They are, they are truly disabled. They are truly hurt. And, you know, this is a smaller part of the autistic population. However, it happens. So we differentiate. There are some autistics that are here who have been hurt by um, this childhood vaccination. Uh, vaccinations. Now, the others, you know, we put them in different, uh, different categories. There is something called the ethereal autist. And the ethereal autist, which is like Daniel, are usually those that are on the, um, what many call the low, uh, they're low functioning or the high end of the spectrum. Um, they, are, they are physically low functioning because they aren't entirely in their body. And what I mean by that is, you know, humans are spiritual beings having a physical experience, right? The autistics are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience. They are in these other dimensions, and they're lightly tethered. They're lightly tied to their physicality. So while, you know, Daniel is sitting in his chair um, having his experience, having a experience in physicality, um, much of him is out in the ethers, in other dimensions, other planets, interacting with galactic beings, angels, his guardians, um, you might say aliens. So he's having an entirely different experience, okay? He is working on the new earth hologram. He is um, he's doing heavy, heavy hitting, okay? So those are the ethereal right. authors. And then, you know, we have said that there are two other groups of autistics. There's the, um, the bridge autist, which is a group that works with the likes of Daniel. And they, they bridge energy between uh, the ethereal autist and humanity. And, and then there's this last group, and many would probably say these are the, those with Asperger's. These are high-functioning individuals who are on the planet 
and they're doing, they're working, right? They're, they're doing their work. They might not be, they might not know what they're doing, but they're working on the, uh, the shift in consciousness. Okay. And those are the catalytic artists and they create situations to help trigger humanity to ascend. So they all have their own, like everyone, every person, every human has their own spiritual blueprint, their own special purpose they're here to do. Daniel and, and all the autistics have the same thing. They all have somewhat unique um, purposes, and, um, and they, uh, they all are working uh, at some level on the shift in consciousness. Does that make sense? Oh, sure. I mean, wh- okay. like in our, in our dreams, when we're asleep, uh, all of us have uh, a multidimensional experience, and, but, but we don't connect that with our waking life consciousness, so to speak. And it, you know, the transition of of the collective of of humanity on the planet to five D consciousness, it's it's quite clear that we're we're moving into that multi dimensional arena, and so the autistic um, archetype, so to speak, is the the precursor of connection. I mean, they're already there. And they're they're bringing it in into physical form as vehicles for us to to expand our own consciousness to expand because like I was saying you know the 1950 idea of reality just is is so vastly different than where we're going mm-hmm. all of, all of us. Um, our ability to unravel what we thought was real to kind of um, dissolve the the static idea of of reality and let that the vastness of the multi-dimensional arena that we're moving into with the 5D consciousness autism and thank you for this episode autism is really uh of a fundamental part of helping us integrate into that new dynamic. Absolutely. And, you know, the really sad part about it is that think about how many people will look and, you know, at an autistic and they're not really connecting that they're here and they're serving us in ways that we don't understand. And they're here because they love us. And, you know, and not all autistics are awakened to their truth. They're not, they're doing the work. They're going to do the work one way or another, right? They're here, they're doing the work, but they don't, they might not, like we have an awakening process. They do also. And, uh, you know, one of the things that really moved me when I learned from one of the first autists and they wrote how much they loved their life in autism after they had woken up realizing 
who they were and what they were doing. But before that, they didn't want to be here. And right. so, I mean, and to, to awaken these, these autistics, you know, it's a process where the, um, the guardian or the parent looks at the child and treats the child with unconditional love and respect right. for who they are, not, you know, someone with a disorder or a dysfunction. Because they're right. not, they don't have a disorder. They have an expanded awareness. Right. Well, now, we've only got about 10 minutes left, and we did talk okay. about talking about New Earth. So why don't we bring that into focus? Um, what What are some of the aspects of the New Earth that you see that are coming online now? Well, you know, I think what we're... You know, one of the one of the things that I think that's kind of in, I do, I do want to mention is um, many talk about you know the new earth. There's going to be this huge event, and we're going to shift, and everybody's going to go to the new earth. And what we realized, what we found out was that that's not necessarily going to be the case. What's going to be the case is that you know, humanity will awaken on an individual basis. Um, you know, um, meaning, you know, Sally's going to awaken there and Joe's going to awaken there um, for quite some time until a critical mass of people that are awakened um, uh, is reached. And then once that critical mass or that hundredth monkey effect occurs, there will be a greater awakening. And that doesn't mean everybody's going to go, but it will mean that there will be a greater awakening. And, you know, the and people, the, uh, a pretty significant part of the planet will remain in 3D consciousness. And, and that's absolutely fine because, remember I said earlier that there's always the hero, the victim, the villain in any game, any tale, any great story. And so everyone has a role in this. And, you know, part of humanity will stay in the third dimension. Part of the man- humanity will go to the fifth dimension. But we are going in and out of the dimensions now. The, the key will be to to try to stabilize in that fifth dimension. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. Well, I, I think yeah, yeah. Uh, staying grounded, um, if if we don't stay grounded and we go out into the etherical, um, I, I think grounding is, is what uh, brings the uh, etherical realm into physical form so to speak and and uh, so many people get um they feel uh, disconnected and they feel uh, scatterbrained and they feel you know and and what they really uh uh can do to help restore their sense of self so to speak is is to learn how to ground better um, what do you think? 
Well, yeah, you're absolutely right because the uh, ascension is going to happen in the physical form. You know, we're trying to bring our spiritual, it's about bringing our higher self into into the into physicality, right? Like the autists can't do that. They can't do that because they'd fry their circuits. Their frequency is so high. Humanity can, but you're you're right. We do need to be in physicality for this to take a place. But, you you know, and as we go through these shifts, and we do, you and I do, many people out there do, um, the key is to keep, to stay there, you know, and, you know, just, you know, be aware. The tips that we came up with in the book and have to do with be aware of what's happening around you in so many ways right now, right? Um, and be present and, uh, you know, because, you know, you, do, you can't be in the past and the future. It's right here. It's going to be in the, uh, it's, it's going to happen in the moment, in the now. Um, it, the other big tip that came, comes throughout the book is non-judgment. Um, we're not here to judge ourselves. We're not here to judge others. And to remain in compassion and empathy, love and kindness. Uh, and then a couple of tips that Daniel had was be curious about what's happening. Ask questions of everything right now. Be open um, because the truth is fluid. It's going to change. The truth changes. Um, and, of course, be playful. If you're, you know, we're here to, this is a game. Why not enjoy it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps, I don't know why I'm laughing, it seems uh, counterintuitive. Uh, to be playful in in the chaos, it it almost uh, uh, no, but that's why we're here. How we walk in the chaos, that's why we're here, right? Sure. Oh yeah. How we walk in, you know, we're going to stay in light. You know, we're going to stay in that light. But how we walk in the shadows is the work we came here to do. We came here to stay in the light as we walk in these shadows. That's that's the chaos. Yeah, and and you know, uh, come to me as a child. I mean, it's um, the, I, I think we kind of screw ourselves. The more rigid we get in our mental thinking, and um, it, it's a much more fluid, dynamic arena, and. And if you think of the playfulness of a child, they have no expectation. They don't have, they're not bringing, mm-hmm. a, you know, some context of reality with them. Quite contrary. They're like, who, who cares about reality? I'm here to play. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Well, now, time can fly by pretty fast. Uh Take some time here and tell us about your books and um, anything else you want our audience to know about you. Okay, absolutely. Um, Yeah, uh, I would say if you want to connect or you want to learn more about our work, uh, visit my website, which is uh, alexmarcoux.com. 
Uh, Marcou is spelled M-A-R-C-O-U-X. And um, the two books, you know, I have six books, but the two books that I'm really um, pushing now, and, and I shouldn't say push because that's not really the right word, um, one is Destination New Earth, and the other is The Unsuspected Heroes. I will say that The Unsuspected Heroes is a it's visionary fiction. It's, uh, it is a story. It's a novel. reads as a novel, but it introduces the teachings of the autistics and, uh, and also many metaphysical concepts. So if a person really doesn't get or they, they're not really comfortable with the concept that who these autistics are, this is a great place to start. It's a novel and it's safe. Um, Destination New Earth is, was just released in March. Um, it is available. They're all available on Amazon. Go, go to your favorite bookseller and ask them for it. If they don't have it, ask them to bring it in. Um, for, I have just today, I put uh, Destination New Earth on special, the Kindle um, the ebook is on special on Amazon. It's on what we call a Kindle countdown deal. It starts at 99 cents, and over the next uh, week, it will go up to its normal price of 9.99. So, for any live listeners, that's a, a great. It's a great time to uh, purchase it since it's 99 cents today. Um, but yes, you can connect to us, all of us, um, on alexmarku.com. And I should say thank you very much, Les, uh, for what you're doing and your show and um, your enthusiasm. We, all of us on this project really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Now, um, do you have any closing thoughts for our audience? Oh, ask questions, awaken. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's just really important right now um, for, you know, if you're on a path of ascension, if, you're, if that's why you're here, if that's in your blueprint, um, it's important to awaken. And uh, because the more that awaken and the sooner that happens, the sooner we can um, get to this new earth. Well, very nice. Alex, an hour can go by pretty fast. I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. I've really enjoyed this episode. I have too. Thank you very much, Les. We've been talking with Alex Marcoux, and the topic tonight has been Destination New Earth, A Blueprint to 5D Consciousness, which is the name of her latest book that just came out in March. I really enjoy the book. I, I feel like the book covers a lot of material in a very digestible format, um, and it's it's very relevant to to what we're going through right now as a culture. It, I think she's done a wonderful job with the book. I, um, it was so nice having her on the show. What exciting times to be alive. I mean, really, really. It's 
sometimes people feel overwhelmed by all the change and and it can feel anxious sometimes and uh unnerving but if you can get your head above the water so to speak and and ground yourself and and really understand what what a magnificent what a fantastic time to be here on earth during one of the great transformations of humanity on a planet i mean just how how cool is that the i want to talk just just a minute about the human genome the the human species so to speak the human persona I think there's something exceptional about the human genome. You're you're here, I'm here, we're here as this human persona. Our our souls have if you pinch your flesh, if you grab your arm or pinch your cheek, the atoms you're touching are our mother earth your body's made out of mother earth and your soul came down with this dna blueprint and and drew from the atoms of the earth a physical form a physical body that is you and your gigantic vast soul is the stream of consciousness that runs the whole rodeo your ego doesn't have any consciousness of its own. It runs on that that inner stream, that infinite inner stream of source consciousness. Source, source consciousness, the fabric of all that is. This is it's it's uh, it's pretty damn cool that. Um, we're moving into an era where we're we're going to learn the the power of manifestation, the power of source consciousness, how how to to walk in harmony with it, to understand its vast vast potential, and then I haven't even talked about the notion of infinite potential. And, and that's where our imagination comes in, our ability to dream, our ability to reach into the unknown and pluck an idea that can transform the direction of our own lives and even humanity itself. How cool is that? I mean, excuse me, but how, how cool is that? Well, Time flies by pretty fast. I want to thank you, the listener. Here we are at the end of the show, and here you are now. You've shown up for yourself, and I appreciate that. I appreciate it when you respect yourself and you grow yourself. It's my passion, my purpose to bring you episodes to to awaken the power in you, to to bring a new perspective of who you are as a persona. That's my joy and I want to thank you for sharing the time with me. I'm your host, Les Jensen. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a New Human Living Radio broadcast. To bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's book, Citizen King. 
the new age of power at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening.